The following is a member of the Burke Reviews podcast family. BurkeReviews.com
thought it was great and uh, describing how the tension feels. And today at Douglas Movies, uh, Ramon Rivas, uh, the second, uh, was talking to Doug about eighth grade, and they were both saying like how it captures this tension, this um, raw kind of like you're going through what she's going through. You feel it, and when she's uh, over the the stressful scenes, there's like a unified sigh of relief from the audience because we're all going through it as well. And it really goes to uh, Bo's direction. Um, the cinematography is really strong. He uh, definitely, to me, feels like it pulled from... I mean, Aronofsky's not the only one who uses the tracking shots of uh, the, the subject back to the camera with us following them as they move through their world. I, I'm aware of that. I just... Uh, Aronofsky uses it so much. Um, Black Swan uses it, The Wrestler, and Mother is almost 100% shot either from the back or from the front of Jennifer uh, Lawrence's you know perspective. And he does that a lot with Kayla as she moves through her world, and it's effective. It puts you uh, in the movie with her. And as soon as you get a chance to see 8th grade, you need to see 8th grade. It's supposed to be getting a wide release in July. It is an A24 film, as is... Um, no, I think that's it. I think it's the only A24 that's on my top five. But um, I, I'm going to do some honorable mentions at the end that I just want to touch on real quick. I won't spend as much time with like I am with these, but can't stress enough how great 8th grade is. Uh, see it as soon as you can. That said, let's talk about my favorite movie um, that I saw at the festival. Um, and uh, honestly, it is right now I'm saying it's my top 20 all the time um, because I was so blown away by it. Now, just like love, movies last the test of time. So uh, top 50 list or top 100 or 1,000, whatever movie list has changed frequently. And I definitely need to see this film again to ensure that I same way because sometimes the initial viewing gets more of a reaction from you than subsequent viewings and I've always found movies that I can rewatch and rewatch and still get the same reactions or even new reactions from are the ones that I call favorites. So multiple viewings will be needed for this film but it is blind spotting um, written and uh, co-written I should say by um, Rafael Casal and Dominique Diggs who are the lead actors in the film as well. I've only seen Diggs in Wonder before. I don't believe I've ever seen Rafael Casal in anything else. But man, they are so good together. Their chemistry is, they're real friends. And um, I think some of the film is autobiographical to a degree. But man, uh, not all of it, but like elements of their characters, I think, are autobiographical or something like that. But I, I was so blown away by that movie. Um, I had heard about it at, from Sundance, um, but not a lot. I don't remember. I think it was on Slash Film Daily, uh, one of the guys talked about the movie, and they had mentioned like a rap battle element, but I, not exactly, I didn't quite understand what he meant, but I, I like movies with rap battles, or at least I like 8 Mile, it's the only one I think I can name off the top of my head, but this, um, there's rapping in it, but it's not a formal rap battle, no one's 
battling per se, but it is done like a rap battle in the sense that it's off the cuff and, and a freestyle, or at least it's supposed to be, and it's it's amazing um, every time. And there's some other uh, good me- cast members that show up. Some are cameos, some have bigger roles, um, but even the opening sequence is hilarious and. I, I just, man, I can't wait to see this movie again. I can't wait to buy it. Um, I, I'm definitely going to buy this movie. It, it's one that, um, while there's cursing in it, it's it's pretty subtle. Uh, maybe not subtle, but it's not... There's so much going on. I, I didn't notice as much, but it's a film I could see teaching um, for a lot of reasons. Uh, one, because it is their first film that they wrote, and it's also the director's first feature. Um, so it's just a really great example of, of how to come out of the gate swinging. And those are my top five movies from South by Southwest. Um, I want to briefly touch on a few others that I really, really liked. Um, I'm going to just kind of scroll through my uh, Letterboxd here. Uh, you can follow me, of course, on Twitter, Letterboxd, Instagram, Burke Reviews, um, at Burke Reviews on Twitter more specifically. Uh, the Unicorn, really, really funny comedy. Unlovable, also funny, but heartwarming, um, dr- like dramedy about sex addiction um both the unicorn and unlovable are about sex but neither feature any nudity that i can recall um there's a a butt i think in unlovable and in the unicorn there is a woman's shirt is off but i don't feel like you ever see her full breast it's just like from the side so two movies heavily about sex that deal with it in a very tasteful way um i believe both no i think um the unicorn want to look at the directors real quick uh the unicorn robert schwartzman is the director of the unicorn and um a female director for unlovable i gotta sorry i gotta click a couple buttons uh Susie unessi and uh written by the star charlene de guzman um and man just both really funny movies but both uh the unicorn straight comedy unlovable deals with some serious topics in a fun way and it has a lot of great music in it and i i love that i'm a music sucker um brother's nest from australia uh amazing dark comedy um crime movie actually too there's definitely a good crime element to it uh directed by clayton jacobson who he also co-stars with his i'm assuming brother shane jacobson and um they're kind of it for 90 percent of the movie it is very much a bottle movie they're they're in one house for like the majority of the film but man it works and it was a really big surprise as one i kind of took on a whim and i loved um science fair another documentary and I, I will say that being a teacher that one might have just appealed to that side of me um never going back another a24 film loved it thought it was really really funny it kind of reminded me of like friday but with teen teenage girls in the lead um and just kind of in the we've got a goal that isn't really important but yet it's our goal and so we're gonna kind of live our lives and everything's gonna be in the way of us achieving that goal um and then last up last one i really had a blast seeing was the new romantic um <coughs> excuse me um directed by carly stone uh stars jessica barden and Haley uh law who is uh from the riverdale tv series and Man, Jessica Barden is a star in the making. I had a blast with this. It is um, another film that does a lot of like film references. It, it makes a lot of references to other rom-coms. But I, I'm a sucker for rom-coms, and I, I was a sucker for that movie. I had a blast, a uh, good time. I really cared about the characters. Um, 
yeah, uh, I I recommend it for sure. And South by Southwest, guys, um, if you can do this, if you can uh, forge out for a week, you are around other film lovers, which is always really cool. The Alamo Draft House is an awesome theater chain. Um, I hope they keep expanding and they get to Florida because I think they know how to uh, to show movies, man. They have these really cool promos where they, you know, like don't text. Some of them are hilarious um, about not texting in the movies and stuff. Um, and they clearly they're a, they're a movie loving movie theater, which that's what you want from a movie theater. If they have good food, um, good uh, beer because they brew that's a microbrew, I believe. It's Alamo Draft House. But, um, yeah, I hope those expand. But I recommend South by Southwest for sure. I had a blast. I hope I get to do this again. Um, money is always going to be an issue because it is an expensive week. Uh, you know, unless you live in Austin because you're having to eat uh, out, you're having to dr- you get around, which I had to use Uber or Lyft all week um, to get to where I needed to be quick enough. Um, and it's also a lot of walking, which I need. So I wasn't, I wasn't upset about that, although my knee is kind of messed up. I don't know if I need to go see the doctor when I get back to Florida or not. But um, if you're a new listener to the show, uh, thank you. I hope you found me from South by Southwest. Um, I, I hope I get to come back again in the future. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Um, please subscribe to our podcast. Um, we do our top five movies uh, basically every week. Um, it's officially every every other week where we do our traditional format which is where we pick a topic and uh Corey, mike and i who are the usual three hosts um, we build our list in secret and then reveal them to each other on the episode and then Corey and i do a movie club podcast where uh, our goal is basically just to make sure we're watching a new movie every week and so one of us will have not seen the film that we're watching or at least haven't seen it as adults and um, then we get together and we review the film um this month in march we are doing uh, best picture winners that we've never seen. And then we have a different topic each month that kind of themes what films we're watching. So uh, subscribe to the podcast. It's Burke Reviews Movie Cast, And you can get all of this uh, for free on whatever podcast provider you like. iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, um, and just about any app that has podcasts because most of them pull from iTunes. So um, obviously, if you're listening to this, you might have just found us on Twitter or you might have subscribed already. So either way, thank you. Um, if you really like what we're doing, this is a little plea. Uh, if you could subscribe to our Patreon, you give us a dollar a month. Um, it just helps uh, defer the cost of everything we do um, to make sure we can continue doing stuff like this, especially if uh, if you like my festival coverage. Festivals are not cheap, so if we can get enough subscribers on the Patreon, I can guarantee that we'll continue covering festivals. In April, I'll be covering the Florida Film Festival and the Tribeca Film Fest. So um, if you're in Florida and you're curious about the Florida Film Festival, I'll have a preview episode coming up pretty soon, and I'll do the same for Tribeca before I head out to New York. But um, these are things that I'm lucky to get to do this year, and I hope to keep doing in the future. But you being a, a subscriber to our Patreon can help guarantee that myself and maybe Corey um, and maybe Mike can attend some of these festivals, uh, maybe other festivals too. Um, and you know, if you like the podcast, it's a small way of being a part of it. And there's different tiers. If you want to do more than a dollar where you get benefits or perks for doing it. So whatever, uh, you're willing to give, we are willing to accept and be very gracious for. So, um, thank you again. Uh, that's it for tonight. Um, listen up. We'll have a new top five movies coming out later in the week. And Corey and I will be uh, talking about No Country for Old Men, a film she's never seen for this week's episode of Burke Reviews Movie Club. Thanks again. This has been a Burke Reviews podcast. BurkeReviews.com. <laughs>